I'm Scott. Hello, I'm Julie. And this is a Good Story is Hard to Find podcast. Where two Catholic friends talk about the books and movies they love and the traces of the one reality that lie below the surface. Yeah, definitely. We've got some reality this week. Um, (laughs) Different kind of reality than last time. But it's the same reality. (laughs) This is based on a true story. Yeah, it's historical. Right. Right. Joda Akbar is an Indian movie, and it came out in 2008. Okay. I was close. I was thinking earlier. But um, yeah, so this is something you'll see in some of the titles. So Joda is one person and Akbar is the other. There are other, you know, Bajiro Mastani. One is Bajiro, the other is Mastani. Sometimes they just don't put the and in there. You're just supposed to know. <laughs> kind of like when we watched Ram Leela, so, yeah, which was a yeah. Romeo and Juliet. So, um, yeah, so uh, Akbar is well known to Indians. I'd never heard of him, but Akbar the Great is what he's called. And Joda was his wife. And together, they are a, uh, they're the romance that's at the center of the movie. And also, both symbolic and working through the idea of can you have two very different faiths coexisting peacefully, Mm. both in their marriage and in the land of Hindustan, which is what India is called by the people who live there. And so, um, at the same time, this is set in the historical framework of what was going on in the kingdom or in what they were trying to consolidate into a kingdom by uh, King Akbar. So that stuff, all that historical stuff, when you look it up, it seems to be very true. I mean, you know, clearly mm-hmm. they were taking liberties um, from for the movie style. But um, I know one of the big messages of this movie is religious tolerance and mercy. And we got done watching it originally years ago and said, this has to have been modernized to make this guy look good. And we went and looked (laughs) it up and said, Oh my gosh, he was like this. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And then we ran into Tom and I were on vacation in Charleston and we ran into some Indian tourists there who we started talking movies with because we got that chance and <laughs> we brought him up and they just fell over themselves praising him and talking about how wonderful he was. Oh, that's great. They, it's, mm. It was like a running into somebody who loves Abraham Lincoln or something. I mean, just amazing. Oh, that's so, a, that's a cool analogy right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And so um, now the, the romance part, they start the movie off with this long explanation of, well, people will say her name was this and people might say her name was that. And, you know, so please don't be upset with us because we're telling the story as best we can. (laughs) And so the romance part is largely the imagined part of the story. So it's interesting to have both those things supporting each other, but you know, one's clearly much more factual than the other. Yeah. And I would, I would say that the romance is kind of the focus of this movie too. It is. Yeah, yeah. And around that is this historical stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's great. That's that's really something else. You know, that, um, yeah, I don't know how long ago it was. I don't remember the year. Oh, um, but look. it was, um, that was really something. It You know, to have someone interested in living together in peace despite religious differences, 
the uh, 1500s. The 1500s, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good thing. That's something that we need to do. Well, yeah. And that's what they ran into in India, of course. Yeah. You not only have different religions, you have different kingdoms, so therefore different cultures. Mm. And so you can have all the different Hindus, but the ones who live in these provinces are going to be maybe against the ones who live in those provinces, yeah. <laughs> whether they're all Hindu or not. Um, so he was a Mughal, and they they had um, come in and invaded, essentially, and were busy um, putting it putting it together into one country. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got, I mean, they have legendary rulers who were Akbar's, like his grandson was Babur, who I'd heard of before, and Timur is an, an ancestor. And so these are names that if you read a lot of history, you see these names popping up. And then the Hindus are the ones who were already living there. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. a, essentially like third generation, second generation, if he's a grandson. But he basically, whatever it is, he's the one who's left with the task of putting it all together into a functioning country. And by marrying Joda, he achieves peace and a treaty with a ruler in an area that he's having trouble with. Hmm. And the movie portrays her as being his first wife. She was actually his, I think she was his fourth wife. But when I looked it up, a lot of the things they showed in the movie are things that are commonly taught in Indian history about her. Hmm. You know, they were married as part of a treaty. She did become his most important wife. She was the first one to have children. So the, so she was providing them with heirs. He took her advice. She was a really canny trader and all this kind of stuff. So, um, the like you know, as we said, the the romance part is the fictionalized part, but the character, whatever she was called, the person was a real person hmm. who left an impact enough to be in all the histories of him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, one of the things I've learned from watching all these Indian movies is not to see India as a whole one single culture. Um, and this this cements that too. Would you? Is this um? A Bollywood movie? Yes. Okay, so this is Bollywood. So, Hindi language? Yes. Okay. Learning all that. Scott, you got it going <laughs> Look on. at this, yeah. And these two stars, well, of course, almost all the Indian stars are beautiful people, but these two stars, I think, are some of the most beautiful people. <laughs> and yeah. um, also, just, they had a really good chemistry, I thought. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You really... You really got, I got really invested in their relationship and how it was affecting his ability to be a more far seeing ruler, somebody who was um, able to be much more effective because of the partnership that they had. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the, um, I was really impressed. Well, first of all, if we if we start kind of at the beginning when he's really young, mm-hmm. um, how he refuses to cut someone's head off, and then he, I, I guess, you, would you call it a regent or somebody, somebody yes. that was kind of over him, right? And he said, "Well, then yeah. I'll just do it," and he did it right in front of him, and you know, he was just. So this is um, Akbar, right? Yes, is who I'm talking about as who, a boy, as a boy, and then even at that time, he was like. 
you know, how can things be different? <laughs> you know, I don't want to do that. Is Do we have to do that? You know? And mm-hmm. then when he was old enough, he was able to be assertive and say, we're not doing that anymore. Um, you know, because yeah. it, it went against what he was trying to do in the first place. If, if we're trying to unify everybody, it's, let's stop it, doing that. It also seemed to go against his nature. Yeah. I mean, because they were yeah. unifying based on um, conquering, which is, you know, traditional all over the world. And he was inclined to show mercy if he could. And so I thought that was kind of interesting that that seemed to be a new way to think about it. But it also seemed to be his nature. He's like, I don't, I don't want to cut this guy's head off. And it could be seen as cowardice, which the first time we see it, it is taken that way by the regent. Hmm. He's like, okay, soldiers, stand here so no one can see the fact that I'm cutting the head off. Hmm. This guy's, this kid's weak. But the second time it happens, he's older, and he's like, no, we're not going to do that. I'm going to extend mercy. And immediately, the person whose head he was going to cut off stands up and says, well, if I'd have known you were going to be like this. And he's like, and we're not going to enslave the captured people anymore. We're not going to do these things. And he's like, well, if I'd done that, I'd have been happy to be your friend. Yeah. I've only seen the harshness of war. Hmm. And um, and it does seem like such a modern message that you go, oh, yeah, that's right. But that's really why he was considered so great and was able to do what he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic, you know, and then he was able to, to pull all this together. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, in this arranged marriage, you know, so they, they agreed to marry each other. And then, so Joda... And and again, I guess we don't know how much this is accurate, but I, I'm not sure that it matters, you right. know, because it, it's in the movie, you know. So right for right. her to for we're, her to say we're not worried about that. Yeah, so for her, you know, so she's scared to death about marrying a Muslim, and um, she she gets the courage to say, "Hey, I'm not going to do this unless I get to be Hindu." And um, this is what that means. I have two demands, right? And yeah. for her to do that, you know, uh, is horrifying to her dad, right? Um, and then for uh, Akbar to hear that and then come out and say, you know what? I'm going to allow this. Um, I thought that was a really nice moment. And then that set up, you know, again, it was in his nature to do that. Mm-hmm. And it it, well, it it matched what he was trying to do. It's like if we're if we're going to bring these kingdoms together, then he's the example, right? And he yes. can do that that way. Yeah. Well, and it was also interesting to me the timing of the way she does this is it's not by private message while they're setting it all up. It's when everybody's there and they're making the official alliance. And so they've all met in this special spot. There's big tents and there's dervishes that are going to whirl for everyone in celebration, all the things. And that's when she makes her demand, both when she can do it face to face. And it also puts him on the spot horribly. So if he was worried about looking weak or felt some deficiency of this whole thing, he could have said no. And everybody said, what a strong guy. Instead, he comes out and says, well, there's these two demands. And I think they're reasonable. Yeah. I'm going to allow it. And he says it in a way, I think, that says, you know, they do say, well, what a strong guy. You, you, yeah. you have your detractors, right? The people that think that this is horrible, horrible mistake right. he's making. But well, the Muslim, uh, some yeah. of the Muslim clerics yeah. are already like, oh, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> 
Yeah, and it's not even, it's not only is it not going to go well, but it's not right. This is yeah, not that's right. It. Yeah, so, yeah. But I, I thought that was great, you know, and it showed her strength, you know, which we saw earlier physically, you know, when she was, um, you know, sword fighting with her brother. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, she's clearly, definitely able. <laughs> she can do the things, you know, so she can do the things she needs to do. So she's physically strong and she's also... Uh, willful and uh, right, because they great. make a big deal in the movie about the Rajput people mm. they're a strong fierce warlike people and not that they're um, any less civilized than anyone but this is just their nature you yeah, know yeah so um, she so we see some of that because from when she's the time she's a little girl she's been practicing swords and no one thinks anything about it mm. like you say yeah, yeah. so um so she's a more unusual than, say, some of the Mughal ladies who wouldn't mm. have done any of that. Mm. Yeah. And um, another thing that I thought was super interesting um, was, so they do go ahead and they marry. And then that night, after a very long day, <laughs> it looks like that is one heck of a, it's just a never-ending ceremony until they can get to be alone. And um, he tells her, well, I'm I'm not going to force myself on you. Uh, I'm going to w- withhold this consummation until you know you're ready. And yeah, because she's reluctant. Yeah, she's reluctant. And and the reason that I think that that's so interesting is because I've seen that in other cultures. And I'm thinking about a movie called Outlaw King. I don't know if you've seen uh-huh. that one. It no, has uh-uh. Chris Pine and Florence Pugh. And Chris oh, okay. Pine is playing Robert the Bruce, and it's also historical. Okay. Um, so he's playing Robert the Bruce, and then he has an arranged marriage with Florence Pugh, and I can't remember what her her um, character's name is. But I did look that up and uh, back at the time that I watched it, so I don't have uh, details fresh in my mind. But the it it sounds like it was true. They were they were a formidable couple. Um, but it, the same thing happened there where he was like, you know, uh, you know, we just got, you know, we just got put together here for reasons of, you know, political reasons and I'm not going to force myself on you. And, you know, she was, she wasn't rebellious. She was just extremely nervous. And mm-hmm. he was like, we're not going to do this. You know, I'm not going to make you do this. And then of course they fell in love much like in this movie, they mm-hmm. fell in love over time, you know? even though that they were already married and whether or not that's a actual detail in the movie where we have in front of us here, or if it was an actual thing that occurred at the outlaw King, you know, for Robert mm-hmm. the Bruce and his wife. Um, it's interesting that that crosses cultures that, that, um, that idea oh, yeah. is appealing across that gap. Well, It's a nice commentary on respect and, the willingness of the men who would have been within their rights to pay no attention to that at the time to um, consider that the other person being yeah, they could be nervous Mm -hmm. or whatever. And because Joda, he's like, well, I thought you wanted this, you know, if you don't want this Muslims can't, women can divorce. We can get divorced right now. It's okay. And uh, she's like, no, that's not it. I agreed to it. I understand what's going on. She goes, it's just my mind can't settle it into it. And of course we can all understand is like, I don't know you, man. And this is <laughs> this is the ultimate 
intimate yeah. and or intimacy, I guess I should say to be proper. And, um, which is of course what makes the love story. So it's just so heart melting It is as you yeah. watch them going through and see just the little details that help them get to understand and know each other. Wow. And, and what a contrast to the sexual, um, mood of today, the sexual environment yes. of today, where everybody's point. just seems to be, you know, the hooking up is just, it's so casual, you know, and, um, in, in contrast to that are these two couples who they don't even consummate when they're married out of respect. And well, that's incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. such a good point because the way it's told today is women are, are supposed to feel like men and it shouldn't matter. Yeah. And of course, we both know to men and women it does matter, unless you're just women and men can also be very yeah. coarse and depending you, on all you kinds can of things. Blunt your, uh, you can blunt that to yeah, where. Yeah, exactly. That's a but, good way to put it. But I don't even know but, then if it doesn't matter. I think people fool themselves into thinking it doesn't matter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've read that they've proven that, you know, chemicals and hormones and all this attach you. And I'm like, how about just your mind and Hmm. your soul it's you know i understand arranged marriages and in for so much of history and in the world and especially in india still um but this approach to it is it was surprising it was another thing that made me think oh how modern this movie is but it was so sweet at the same time especially when you knew that if this is his first wife then um he doesn't have experience either. Hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. And it does, it's not that he's holding back because of that. Certainly later on, he seems like he has all the experience he needs <laughs> and the best sensual neck nuzzling I've ever seen. <laughs> Just saying. Yes. There's, there's <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, people, if you have not seen this movie, if you just watch it for the part that comes toward the end where it's finally happening, it's... It's some of the best hugging, neck nuzzling, looks. I mean, oh my goodness. You do not have to have anything else showing. It's fine. Oh. Yes. So good. Yeah. Yeah, it was intense. It was hot. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. Intense. It should should have been rated. You know, kids shouldn't see this, except that there was nothing that kids couldn't see because they wouldn't understand. Yeah, that's right. It was beautifully done. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And by yeah. then, they know each other so well, and you're just dying for them to get together mm-hmm. um, because they do love each other so much. Yeah. Yeah, which is how it should be. It is how it should be. Yeah. So something I wanted to mention too. Um, and the thing you were saying, I was like, my note said, he's the most understanding bridegroom in the world. <laughs> I'm the biggest guy in India, and I'm just going to go, okay, honey, it's fine. So what a guy. Um, but one thing I wanted to say that really struck me since we were going to talk about it, and I remember we noted this when we first watched it, we were surprised at how integral faith was to this movie and to everybody's attitudes in it. Mm. Because in the West, we're used to watching movies, even old movies, where it's like, you know, we're going to fight the Crusades for Jesus or whatever. But this, these people are living their faith in such a way that she says, my con- one of my conditions is I have to have a Hindu temple built. Hmm. 
It can be a small chapel, essentially. Yeah. But I have to be able to worship God in my way, my God in my way. Yeah. And, um, and for him, we see ways that faith is important. He goes to this shrine and prays and gets the answer he needs about marrying Joda. Hmm. He um, is, when the dervishes are dancing, they're dancing and praising a saint of the Muslim faith. And at one point, he is so overwhelmed by his faith that he gets out there and he's dancing with them. Hmm. With this really heartfelt look on his face, he means it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Of course, this is the cause of a lot of problems, but it's also the cause of unity if he's willing to to let the other people worship in the way that they can, worship their God. Mm, that's right, yep. And it it's I really just love that, that faith was so integral. Yeah, I did love it too. You know, I, I did love that she felt strongly enough to do that, you know, which requires a lot of courage to, mm-hmm. to say, I, I have these demands. This has to be met, otherwise I, I can't live, right? Right. Again, you know, this is the, if it's the lens through which you see everything, you can't just leave it. And, right. uh, you know, no forced, um, she even said anything, something about forced conversion, which mm-hmm. she was afraid of. He never brought that right. up. She did, right? And she well, says, the Muslims are, were well yeah. uh, versed at that. Sure, as, sure. You know, as you'd watch them taking over countries in the world at that time, especially. Yeah. So... Uh, and if, uh, you know, and then for him to accept it, um, again, you know, is, and, and to do it after, pr- I mean, he, the, the praying is what brought him and said, you know, yes, I will marry her. But then with, with that in mind, I, I think that that's a cool example too, is like, I have prayed about this and I have been, I feel that I know the answer. And then mm-hmm. even presented with this bump in the road, <laughs> he didn't forget his prayer. You know, it was like, I remember that I've done this already and I've got the answer. And it's not that this could change the answer because I've already received the answer. So this must be right, you know. Oh, what a good point. Yeah, I mean, I just like that. I think that I, I tend to forget that sometimes. Um you know, where you feel <laughs> yeah. you feel like something has been settled, you know, in prayer or whatever, and then something changes and you're like, oh, well, that's just, you know, now I'm all stressed <laughs> out, whatever it might be, you know what I mean? But um, it's yeah. just a nice example. It's just remembering what his spirit was told or what he was told right? Um, and in confidence walking forward. Yeah. Yep. That's right. awesome. Doing right. it as best he can. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. It just permeates their lives and it's part of their lives. And that is a refreshing thing, too. Yeah. And that's why their relationship becomes a microcosmic story, if that's actually the right way to call it. But it's it's a little example of what's going on all around. It's, you know, yeah. can they get to trust and know each other enough? that they will believe that they'll be respected for who they are and especially with their faith. And if so, then there can be peace, right? Because that's what she told him at one point. She's like, you have to trust me. Mm -hmm. And if you trust, then these things will come naturally, you know? Mm -hmm. Love that. I love that. 
Yeah, and if not them, if they can't get along, what hope is there for the kingdom, right? Right. It, it you know that that is a heavy thing to carry around, but it, it's true. I mean, they they're the symbol. It's part of the job, right? <laughs> you know, so uh, for them to be that example of hey, we can live in peace. So it's important that we do, and uh, and yeah, and then there was that moment where he didn't trust her and. He didn't even let her say what the heck was going on, for heaven's sake. That was the thing, man. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, come so on, hurt and right. mad. Yeah. But he was also poisoned, right? I mean, again, that, that's another character we see so yeah. often in literature. Um, and um, I, I, what, what do you call her? A wet nurse or somebody? She yeah. raised him, right? Right. Be- Essentially, yeah, the mother couldn't nurse him. Okay. But she's, the mother had the said mother, she was sick or gone a lot. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, and therefore a wet nurse had to be had for the baby, and then she kept taking care of him. So, and that person actually was a real person. Oh, wow, that's cool. uh, Who'd had a lot of influence and was an advisor. It's there was nothing in that I saw when looking through this that she was uh, as possessive and poisonous as they show her in this story. Mm. But of course, you know, but um, she was a real character. She was very influential in his councils and all this kind of thing. And very wise. Right. Yeah. But I think it may have been one of those things where um, it's like, I heard a quote one time that that said um, it, it was easy to talk to somebody who doesn't know about something that is right but if you meet somebody who knows no amount of talking will will take care of it (laughs) i I really butchered that thing but it's like that's the way that i saw her is that she was so confident in what she knew that she wasn't going to be persuaded by factual information you know um and and that's the way i saw her. her 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 character name was rani padmavati Okay. Yeah. Well, and she was so defensive in terms of keeping her power. Yeah. That she, you know, she's trying to get between uh, Akbar and Joda. Right. She wants his with, ear. Yeah. Right. Well, when Joda cooks the dinner and she's mm-hmm. throwing forward all these restrictions and the two of them are finding these little ways around it. Yeah. Um, you and know, the thing is, from, you know, she still did have his ear. He was still going to oh, her yeah. for all this information and yeah. Despite the the romance blossoming there um, with Joda, he he was still going to her, but still she was just extremely jealous. And well, yeah, yeah. she was a villain of the, she was one of the villains of the yeah. movie in that way. And um, I re- so and around that time, because of all this, is when um, Joda tells Akbar, "You have to." Oh, I guess it's when he goes to find her later at her father's palace. Hmm. She says, you have to learn to rule, not just conquer. Hmm. Yeah. So how do you rule? And he's conquering using good methods, but he still wants to then tell everybody what to do. Hmm. He's like, so how do you do have the give and take? Which is, um, she goes, you have to learn to know someone. And that's why he goes out uh, disguised to the marketplace. Hmm. That was good and that's stuff. also yeah. right. Well, it was, but it was it was funny for one thing. <laughs> but was, the other yeah. thing was the other thing was um, that what I liked about that was you have to again. We are always coming back to community, but you have to be part of your community to know what's going on, and that doesn't mean getting reports from other people. 
It means you have to go to church yourself. You have to mm. go to, you know, do whatever it is, participate in things. <laughs> and, um, yeah, for sure. So, mm. yeah, so that's something that we never really see Joda doing that, but it was good advice and he took it. And, um, yeah. he learned a lot. Yeah. Stuff and that he had up, no clue about, right? Right. Yeah. Because he'd always been protected and everything. And it, it wound up opening his eyes to things that he would never have seen otherwise because no one's going to tell him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and this director, um, Ashutosh Go Gowariker. Um, uh, yeah. Gosh, I'm so sorry. Sure, <laughs> why not? <laughs> let's, let's but say, anyway, we're this, really sorry. Let's just say this director. <laughs> this director directed Lagan. We respect you, right? Lagan, uh, which was a terrific movie, mm-hmm. but um, it was really. I, I think that the. In fact, I got here, the translation of Lagan is agricultural tax. Right. Um, so here he's he's got another tax in this movie. So oh, right. Uh, the it's pilgrim just, tax. It, yeah, he, the pilgrim tax. So And there was even a whole big dance. So <laughs> Well, the <laughs> so, dance yeah. was of gratitude. It's right. So we, from we, all the we, nations like, we like taxes to be lifted. That's right. He was being fair. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I like because the Muslim uh, clerics who don't agree with him were like, uh, have you thought about your uh, treasury lately? <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you mean to tell me the treasury can't stand having the pilgrim tax taken from it? <laughs> What's wrong? Yeah, and that's a nice religious connection, too, because here he was restricting the other religion by charging them a tax if they wanted to go on a pilgrimage. Right. Um, that's a wild tax. Yeah. What? <laughs> and the poor men couldn't do it. Right. And it kept them from and it going on And breaking their hearts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So recognizing that, you know, it's like, well, what if I, if I want to go on pilgrimage and I couldn't, I understand that. Let's stop doing right. that. Yeah. That's, it was good. You know, again, this permeation of the religious feeling throughout it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it was great. But yeah, this director loves taxes, loves to well, make movies you know, about taxes. They're very important. Well, this luckily had more than tax in it, thank oh, goodness. Oh, for sure. And a, and a yeah. very long cricket match. It had lots of jewelry. Lots match. of jewelry in it, too. <laughs> oh, my mm. gosh. I do want to say this is such a beautiful movie. Oh, it, it absolutely is. I agree. All, all these palace forts were real. Oh, all the sets were real? Yeah. Real places? Wow. They are loaded with these things. Yeah. All over the place. So they That's were filming cool. in these actual places. And uh, the costumes were designed to be as close to the actual costumes that these different groups of people would have worn. And the the uh, costume person, or the main costume designer, was saying it was really giving her fits because she said, not only did I have to have all the, say, the Rajput costumes, but they for each individual, they had to be different. There are all the Rajput kings. There's all their people with them. Hmm. There's all the women of the harem, the Mughal harem, the Rajput harem. There's all the the counselors. They all had their own costumes. And so she was designing everything. And then all this gorgeous jewelry and just, I mean, so many wonderful like veils coming down around the sides of things. It made me think of that movie we watched so long ago, the Chinese movie Hero. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that with the 
unifying of China as uh-huh. it was. Yeah. Uh, but there there were a lot of veils and scarves in that that people would be doing sword fights through. And um, this was kind of the same way. It's just so beautiful. Mm. And, and I the, love and the that. Wedding, the wedding scene too with all the the veil and he, he had, mm-hmm. well, he, he was kind of veiled too, but they were like flowers. Yeah, that's a traditional mm. thing where they do like the flowers coming down. It's just so funny looking. I don't get it. But yeah. it's, you you know, you see it and you go, oh, he's getting married. He's the bridegroom. <laughs> so I, I yeah. guess what it's doing is it's hiding his face, you know, so they I, they see we'll each other for the first time or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because they really uh, hadn't seen each other. Even when he went in, I mean, he could kind of see her through gauze, right? Mm-hmm. When he went in and she was making those demands. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, they hadn't really seen each other face to face. Well, she was always wearing a veil because a proper lady would. Mm-hmm. But I did, yeah, and that's the other thing I was thinking of with all those veils. There's the veil in between them on the bed. There's the veil around her area when he's going in to do that. A lot of times they're divided by, a ve- and it's very sheer. Mm. But yeah. it still obscures your sight enough that you can't see clearly. And so the thing I really liked about that was as a visual metaphor for the fact that they were groping towards seeing each other, but they never got quite that clear shot till much further in. Mm, that's right. You know? Yeah. Oh, and the music. A.R. Rahman did the music again. He's, you can't, he's not John Williams, but he's kind of like the Indian John Williams. You see his name on stuff and you go, oh, A.R. Rahman. And he does both pop music and very folksy music, like um, things that sound like old folk songs. He did a lot of those for, he did Lagan's music also for this director. And I always like his folk music a lot. I'm not as crazy about his pop music, though it's, you know, perfectly good. I just don't like it as much. So Um, so they had all the big people. No, go ahead. I was just saying, in, in, in a typical Indian movie, is the person writing the score the same one that's writing the choreographed stuff? Choreography is totally different. Okay, I, I know that as time, far as the, you know, as far as the dance itself, I know that I would be a different person. But the oh. music itself is written by a different person. Yes, usually the lyrics by one and the lyric and the music by somebody else. And sometimes the songs will be written by one set of people for the music and the lyrics, and mm. the the score, the overall score, will be written by somebody else. He did all of it, I mm. think. Wow, yes. that's nice. I mean, not the lyrics and everything. Yeah, yeah. You have a proper lyricist for that, <clears throat> right? But yeah, it was it was sure good. Yeah, the music was great. Loved it, and the elephants, and the sword fighting. Oh well, yeah. and how about the sword practice? I just want to say. <laughs> Everybody should get to see a little sword practice from their king. Oops, I just didn't need my shirt today. <laughs> yeah, not only did he not need his shirt today, but he did it at her front door, right? Because <laughs> that's what you do. I yeah. normally practice right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like you could tell just, you know, you could tell he knew she was there and he was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Check <laughs> and this she wasn't out. leaving. Nope. <laughs> I know he deliberately positions himself there, and she's coming out the door with some tray or something. Going, oh, I don't want to interrupt him. Probably, yeah. That was um, amazing. The Mm. the elephant taming also I enjoyed, although that was just something he happened to be doing when the king came by to make a deal. But (laughs) just 
Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, the elephants. I also really liked the way that, like, the battle scenes were choreographed. Yeah. Because, especially at the beginning, they're showing them fighting with swords, and then the elephant troops come in. And um, then the second battle, I think, that we see is the one where they're shooting cannons at each other. And I did actually see, and this is just a little note, I was interested to see that Akbar loved the idea of munitions. <laughs> He's like, this is the way you win a battle. He just, as soon as he could get his hands on revolvers and stuff, or some kind of cannons and stuff, he was like all over it. He used them like crazy. So I thought that was interesting. But the thing I liked about both of them is by Hollywood standards, or even some of like, say, Bahubali, those standards, it looked a little slow and clumsy, but I felt like it looked like probably what it was really like. Yeah, yeah. People kind of thrashing around, hitting each other with swords. I mean, it's not that people weren't dying and it wasn't dramatic and everything, but it wasn't this real smooth action that you see a lot mm. of the time and super fast. Yeah, yeah. And when the munitions or when the cannons were being shot, you know, it's like they they weren't hitting everything they aimed at, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just on yeah. either side. It was that just, was, that was I think hard, we got yeah. it now adjusted again. Yeah, so I really liked that. It felt more real to me that way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed all that scenes. You know, I, I thought they were. It was just well done. Really looked some even those scenes, really beautiful. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. So, but yeah, it's cool to know that those were r- real places um, that they. Yeah. Yeah. When you look, um, if you go look at Akbar's Wikipedia page, they'll show some of those. Uh, I mean, they're, they're old paintings and things, but you can see him and Joda. You can see um, some of the, and you click through and look at some of the castles that they talked about, or palaces, I guess they really are. Pass, and you click through and look and you go, oh, that's that one that she lived in. Okay, that's hmm. where she was from. Okay. Cool. It was really neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It says a total of 80 elephants, 100 horses, and 55 camels were employed throughout the film. Very nice. Employ yes. some animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, Too they've got to make a living. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. So was this a big one uh, for in, in India? This was a big popular one? Oh, yeah. Let's like see Like a blockbuster? Here. Um... Well, it was praised a lot. It would cost 40 crore to make, and it made 120 crore. Yeah, that's a lot. So that's a good return. That's three times Mm -hmm. some of the responses. I mean, as far as I know, everybody really liked it, and I feel like it won a lot of awards. They won, I think, the Filmfare Awards. The Filmfare Awards are kind of like the Oscars. Hmm. There's another set of awards, and I think those are the... The National Mo- National Film Awards. Mm. National Film Awards are harder to win. They're a little more serious because they, they cover all of India. Mm. And the Filmfare Awards are Hindi language only. Okay. So it's like the Hindi Oscars, so the Bollywood Oscars. But so it won Best Film, Best Director, Best Actor for Rithik Roshan, uh, Ashwarya Rai was nominated for Best Actress, Best uh, 
dialogue, which is screenplay, nominated. Um, A.R. Rahman won for Best Background Score and Best as the other person won for Best Lyricist, Javed Akhtar. Um, several songs were nominated. I mean, it it did well. Mm, yeah, that's nice. You know, and then a zillion other award ceremonies and everything that was nominated for and won things in. Wow, that's cool. Well, and it's funny because the reason we watched this is Rithik Roshan, we had seen him in another movie. I cannot remember the name of it, and it does not matter because I don't recommend it. Our whole family watched this. It was a romantic comedy, and he was um, somebody who in the movie finally falls into love with someone. He's been too cynical. He never falls in love, but he finally does, and he spends the last third or fourth of the movie in tears because of the beauty of life, essentially. Mm. So they're driving a convertible and he's riding in the car and seeing horses in the field next to him. And he's crying. He sees a field of sunflowers. He's crying. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, 13 year old girls all over India are loving this. He's quite attractive, Mm. but my gosh. Mm. And Rose looked him up and said, you know, he's one of the top Indian actors. He's supposed to be really good. What else? <laughs> Let's see. So then we went from that movie to this and went, oh, now we get it. <laughs> we start, That other movie was very popular in India, but we started with the wrong movie. Mm, we needed good. to see him in this. Yeah. Yeah, he's quite good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yep. I thought he, they were, they're both good. I, she's always good, I think. Yeah. And uh, if you would like to see them together in an extremely different pairing... You can watch Doom 2, that's D-H-O-O-M, where they play a couple of master jewel thieves who are kind of dueling with each other to see who can get the top prize. (laughs) And there's a couple of policemen after them. They're ostensibly the heroes of the movie, but we're always rooting for the the, uh, exotic villains. Hmm. And Rithik Roshan does some dancing, and he is one of the best dancers ever, so that's a treat, too. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Doom 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We were talking a little bit before this. I don't think I'd seen this actress before, so um, she's she was been great. in so many really, really good movies. She's really accomplished, and um, I, probably my favorite movie for her is an older one. I think 1999, and it's called Tall T A A L, and that's to do with the the beat of Indian music. And it is, I love it so much. She's a, you know, a, a country maiden who's got an amazing voice and she winds up going to the big city and being torn between two men. And it's not the kind of movie I would usually like, but there's something about it that's so aggressively, like almost 1960s style modern at the same time. I can't describe it, mm. but, and it's got Anil Kapoor who I just love with a passion. I just <laughs> love that actor who's older actor. But anyway, um, if anybody wants to try something that is older and different, that's a really good movie to try. Oh, cool. Okay. Nice. Only not for beginners though. I mean, Mm. watch a few movies first, Indian movies first, (laughs) but I love it. Yes. I still, I, I, you haven't recommended an Indian movie I haven't liked yet. So, Oh, and I've even yay. watched I've even watched some outside of our list like Ega, <laughs> but I haven't yet watched Bang Bang, which is what you're telling me I need to see. I'm Scott. I'm 
very disappointed in you. <laughs> you promised what yes. a month or two ago. Yeah, that something you would watch like that. It. That's right. Yeah. 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 I'm so on. And it. it's got Rhythmic Roshan in it. What? Yeah, we need that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You've got to watch it. I love it. I Doing love some it. great dancing. Mm. Also, Super Amazing Thief again. <laughs> so. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one other interesting detail as I'm looking at the IMDb page for Aishwara Rai Bakchan. Am I saying mm-hmm. that correctly? Mm-hmm. Her eyes are not brown. Oh, yes. Yeah. They are beautiful green. But the other guy's eyes were green, and those are his real eyes, I assume. <laughs> yes, they are. His real eye color. Yeah. So, two couples with green eyes is just too many green. I, they would have made the most beautiful couple, I think. <laughs> well, and she does, I like her better with her natural eye color. She's very beautiful in this, of course, but I don't know if they did it just to make her more of a Rajput character, mm. maybe. Maybe they were supposed to be a little dark-eyed just to make it different. I don't know. But, yes, she's extremely beautiful. And I think in Doom, too, she's allowed to have her green eyes. All right, then. Yeah. Yeah. Another reason to watch it. (laughs) It's a very different kind of movie, and they're playing very different characters. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) But it's it's just uh, popcorn for your brain. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Sometime we'll try another Indian historical epic. They they do some really just lavish, beautiful movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the history is so different, it's always really interesting to then go look it up and see what is it that we never heard of before. Mm. That's right. Like the Mughal Empire. Yeah, I really loved it. It's cool that it's uh, based in history as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really something. It's like, in a way, watching Cecil B. DeMille. Mm, yeah. You know, those big, grand movies that they would make. And um, always based in history, but telling the personal story. So it's the same thing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. And I'm looking forward to our next one, too. Our, we have an Indian movie coming up. This is not next for us, but I just thought I'd mention oh, it. Oh, I was thinking, it's, <laughs> you do? It's Mahashinte. Pra, oh. Pratikaram is the next Indian movie we're going to do. Mahesh's yeah, I, Revenge. I don't know how to pronounce that either, but it is a South Indian movie, and it is not an epic, but it, it has stars my favorite Malayalam actor, and I have one. I'll mm-hmm. say that more than once. <laughs> and uh, Fahad Fasil. And um, it's just charming and sweet. Oh, that's great. And funny and all the things. So That's good. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that very, very much. Yep. So, but next up for us is a book, and it is West of Eden. I figured we we read East of Eden. <laughs> now we need to go West of Eden by Harry Harrison. You just cannot zero in on Eden, can you? Just got to go all over the map. All over the map, yeah. I am really looking forward to revisiting that book. Um, Gosh, yeah. I haven't read that in so long. Me I own either. it. And, I really and, like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm doing that one a little bit on faith here, but um, it just, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It, it, uh, it's actually hitting me at a wonderful time too, as you know, uh, you know, because I do RCA and stuff. All these obligations that kind of fallen away, and this is a little bit of a bigger book. I, it's mm-hmm. not huge. I, I don't know. Four hundred pages is my guess. 
But, yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, but I, I kind of like to settle into something. And I remember liking it so very much. So um, it's just been a long, long time. Yeah, me too. I Well, we'll find out how it does. <laughs> we will. We will. We'll, we'll come back uh, and let you know. And uh, But it, it could be like, oh, no, this is really bad. If it is, we'll talk about how bad it is. <laughs> oh, no. But I'm really, yeah, I, I, I loved it. <laughs> I remember I loved it when I read it, and I just have too. certain memories of it um, that uh, it was mind blowing for yeah, me. Right, I really liked it a lot. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So that's it. So anyway, thank you all very much for listening. Yes, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> I and so I'm, very much did. Yeah. Yeah, and I hope all you all did too. So, all right. Well, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, everybody. Yeah. See you soon, everyone. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.